Girl, let me tell you about your new favorite podcast presented by Black Women Social with your hosts, Adrian and Nairiko. We'll be discussing various topics centered around our outlook as Black women from different walks of life. So tune in and don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Black Women Social and our website at theblackwomensocial.com. Cheers. Cheers. I wish I had one of those. A Samoa? Mm-hmm. How do you crazy. drink out of a wine glass without messing up your lipstick? Out of a wine glass? Like, how do you drink out of a glass without messing up your lipstick? I think that there's no possible way to do it except with a straw. Drinking wine with a straw? That's what I'm saying. Like, you can't. That's... I was like, maybe if you put your lips like this. <laughs> you look like a guppy. <laughs> I mean, that's how you can mark that it's your glass, though. I think the Kardashians would know. They seem to have a trick for everything. Hmm. They seem to be a trick for everything. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, moving on. Hi, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of Girl, Let Me Tell You. It's so good to have you guys back. Last week was a great week. We had our guest, Angelique, and and yeah, I mean, it just feels good to be back and recording another episode. What's I'm so funny? sorry. I'm, What's so I'm in. Oh. It was, it was just my last piece. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm sorry, I couldn't put it down. I feel you. Those Samoas are, like, so good. And they're chocolatey, so I'm like... I was trying to hurry up and eat that shit. Nothing beats chocolate and coconut. Do you like Almond Joys, too? Yes. I knew I liked you for Capital Y-E-S. You got good taste, kid. Thank you. Proud of you. I taught you well. (laughs) Anyway... What's popping, girl? How you doing? How you, how we living? Um, we're living. We're living pretty good. Yep. Moving on up to the east side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're doing pretty good. Um, so you and I had a movie date. Yeah, it was legit. And Adrian thought it was so corny, but I was like, wait, 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 wait. No, I didn't. <laughs> you, you thought that I was going to think that it was corny. Yeah, I thought that you wouldn't be into it from like. See how people just be going into shit with bad expectations. I didn't care what the outcome was going to be because I was going to watch it regardless. <laughs> I was just like, let me see if she wants to do something together. Yeah, I'm glad you did because I wasn't. I woke up from my nap. I wasn't doing shit, and I was like, at first I read the text, and I was like, I don't want to watch no movie. But then we watched the movie, and I bet y'all want to know what movie, huh? 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 Tell them, Rico. <laughs> well, we watched Malcolm and Marie with Zendaya and John David Washington. That's his name. Okay. <laughs> I know he like Denzel Washington's son. (laughs) I know, and he like didn't want to be known as that because like when he started taking roles and like going to auditions, he like didn't say that his dad was Denzel Washington. And now that we know it's Denzel Washington's son, we're just like Denzel Washington's son, like whatever his name is. But I feel like that, like with 
having like Denzel Washington as your father and you kind of like following along in his footsteps, it kind of yeah. makes, it kind of, um, you kind of have big shoes to fill because like Denzel Washington is not no like regular actor. He you is get what I'm saying? Actor. He is the actor. Right. So like the expectations for you as an actor and that being your father are so high. So high. Speaking of so high, I'm like, <laughs> today's a very chill Saturday. <laughs> Good vibes. Um, <laughs> I'll just be saying anything. Ooh, child. Yeah. We could cut that part out. Okay. <laughs> so, Adrian, so yes. we watched this movie, and after, um, I mean, I could speak for us both when we say that we thought it was a great movie. I don't know. I don't know why you're trying to speak for us both. I didn't say that. I'm playing. I'm like, I'm pretty sure we talked about this and that's what we agreed on. (laughs) You're like, now y'all here trying to embarrass folks. (laughs) No, it was good. I really liked it. Because at first I was kind of spectacle, you know, just seeing little clips or previews that I had seen. I was like, we gonna see. Like, I wasn't really 100% sure what it was about, you know? Did you, like, did you know? No, I didn't read the, um... I didn't read the description at all. I just saw like people talking about it on um, Netflix and I was like, let's just watch it. Like there's so much hype around it. So let's see what it's about. So we kind of just watched it and um, so yeah. we watched it and, and now we're about to talk about it because there are some good talking points for yes, sure. Yes, definitely. So um, what were some of like your key takeaways from the film? Well, and- I just find it, huh? Sorry, go mm-hmm. ahead. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I'm just saying, I found it funny because I had called Rico literally, what was it? Was it the other day or was it earlier that yesterday? Mm-hmm. And I was like, uh, I just want to do an episode where I'm just going in on these niggas because y'all are getting on my nerves lately. And then we watched this movie and I was like, mm, what a great way to put two and two together <laughs> so now i have a reason to go off on nick no right now i can go more into depth and explain and y'all can see y'all can have another example of what the, i'm talking about because this movie really grinded a gear or several while i was watching it like all i can just say is deflect 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 and gaslight 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 mm-hmm but just without uh, going into depth, that's what I could say about it. What about you? Like, what would you say without going into depth? Um, toxic, uh, realistic, and relatable. Okay, nice descriptions. Okay, so let's just hop on into it because I'm ready. You ready? I'm ready. Period. I'm fired right. up. <laughs> fired on up. <laughs> All right. But okay, so. Basically, this movie is surrounded by like a very intense argument. Like that's the basis of the movie. But um, I love that it's in black and white because I know at first you were like, I don't know if I'm gonna like this because it's in black and white. But when we talked about it, it's like, it really made you pay attention to like what they were saying and like how, you know, what they were doing as opposed to like their surroundings. Cause like, can't really see them they were black and white you know not a lot of detail not a lot of color 
yeah but so I like that aspect of it because it, it felt more intense to me yeah and I think that you know um film is an art form and art is supposed to make you feel something and this movie made me feel something okay. period that movie took me through a roller coaster of emotions yeah. and I yeah and we did have a conversation about being black and white I was like oh this is probably uh black and white like I don't want to watch this, but I was still going to watch it. I was just like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to like this, but I did really enjoy it because like I said, like colors are very like stimulating. So, and also the home was beautiful. So it's like so easy to pay attention to all those things besides like what's really going on in the film. And I think by the, um, the writer choosing to make the, or was it the director, the director, whatever, choosing to make the film black and white, I think it really just allowed, um, well, I'm going to speak for myself because I don't know about how everyone else feels, but it allowed me to really zone in and focus on like what the movie was about and focus on the characters and their roles. Like nothing else really like mattered to me in that movie besides um, basically the dialogue and right and I'm a super big fan because like I've you know a lot of movies um we've seen before you can relate it to another movie or it puts you in the mind of another movie the similarities are just like out there but this movie I like I after watching it I couldn't immediately be like oh that's like that movie like it's something fresh and you know I really enjoyed it and I feel like especially for Zendaya and John Washington I know that's not, that, those are the only two names I can remember of his name, but I think that it was like good to show more of their um, like acting skills. Right. You know, you have to put on different faces and stuff. And girl, when I tell you Zendaya acted her ass, that knife scene, yes. I'm like, this was like, nah, I don't think y'all get it. Like I'm an actress, <laughs> <laughs> let me allow me to reintroduce myself. So one of the main, topics or aspects that we pulled from this movie was the communication right so at the beginning like you said they had just came home from a movie premiere which was the main character Malcolm he produced this movie and um Marie Zendaya is his girlfriend and she's an aspiring actress now Zendaya actually I'm going to call her Marie because that's her name in the movie Marie she kind of has like this kind of like passive aggressive like attitude um you can tell she's just irritated annoyed she's you know smoking her cigarette she's just throwing things down it's obvious that she's upset Malcolm's in a great mood by the way he's also a little tipsy um but can't forget that part (laughs) can't forget that part yeah because he I mean like to him like he had a great night he just like released a movie so like Mm -hmm. he's kind of just like kind of oblivious right now to how she's feeling um so anyways he starts to ask her finally he realizes something's wrong so he starts to ask her like hey like is something wrong she's like no I'm fine you know and still like continue with the passive aggressive behavior Hey, is anything wrong? Marie, 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 Marie. Starting to get really annoying. (laughs) Starting to get really annoying. But finally, she just like, yeah, something's wrong. But um, which she did warn him, which I must say, this movie is two hours of of relationship argument, but it's still good. Anyways, she warns him from the beginning, like, yeah, but I don't want to get into it tonight. Basically, if we get into it, it's not going to get resolved. That's basically what she told him. 
And so, yeah, I mean, that kind of is just like how it starts and it starts off on bad communication. Right. And, but I, um, it's very valid though. Cause like when I was watching it, I'm like, mm, some of these situations going on are a little too close to home. Right. <laughs> like we've all been there, you know, like when something's bothering you, but it's also like not the right time to bring it up, but it's still bothering you. So you can only do so much. Like I can only pretend to be so happy. And also on the other end of the spectrum, like I can only pretend that this isn't really bothering me so much. Cause like it was a premiere of his movie. It was a big night, you know? So she didn't want to burst his bubble. I feel like, but also like, it's like I'm irritated. And the whole reason she was irritated was cause he did not thank her in his speech. That is like, the whole basis of this movie but it's really like it's the principle like if anything if you take away anything it's the principle like when you're watching it's two hours like it's two hours and <laughs> it really could have been like a five minute conversation I had to put my glass <laughs> down <laughs> I had to put my glass down because well honestly Adrian knows how I felt about that the whole thing and the <laughs> ending so we're gonna get into that later but mm -hmm. Just that could have been a five minute conversation, maybe 30, but whatever. Great film. But <laughs> I wanted to go, <laughs> I wanted to go back a little bit and mm. talk about like what makes good communication in relationships. Mm. So um, I was able to like look up a few things and I found that a lot of relationships, um, their communication is based off in uh, informational exchange. So do you have like any idea what that is? <laughs> hell, hell no. My information is what I know up here and what I see with these. That's that's the only information I know. <laughs> so, okay. So informational exchange is like, I mean, it's very common in most relationships where basically your relationship consists of just exchanging information. Like, hey, what are you doing? How was your day? What did you do today? What's for dinner? And you kind of have communication with someone based on that type of exchange like it doesn't really go much deeper than that and basically what this guy was saying is that like um to have like more effective communication in your relationships build stronger bonds or strong relationships um you need to be able to share experience experiences with other people share your emotions your thoughts your feelings things that you notice like the good and the bad Mm -hmm. And um, basically by keeping your communication at informational at the informational exchange level, you're playing it safe because there's no there's no way um, it could go bad from there, I guess, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Mm. There's no way that it could, oh, I feel you're not taking like any risk because you're, essentially you're not even being vulnerable if you're, you know, if that's the type of exchange you're having. So there's no risk factor. Exactly. Yeah. And so the reason why I brought this up is because um, I feel like that's where a lot of like passive aggressive behavior comes from. Um, passive aggressive behavior, I feel like it can be a little like manipulative a little bit, but I don't, sometimes I don't think that that's the intention. Mm -hmm. However, um, I think passive aggressive behavior comes from like the fear of like sharing your thoughts emotions and feelings because you don't yeah. either you feel ashamed of them or you don't want to like feel like rejected by it or be told that how you're feeling is not valid I also feel like if you were raised and you like express yourself and you got a negative reaction 
then you learn like, okay, let me not be honest about my feelings no more. Like, I'm gonna just keep it surface level or I'm gonna just, you know, kind of hint at it, but not really express it, which is super passive aggressive, super <laughs> annoying to deal with, like super annoying. But uh, I guess when you, you know, care about someone, you have to like understand why they are that way. So, and like you said, it's, it's usually, I feel like when people are passive aggressive, it's more so like they're scared of speaking up as opposed yeah. to they're trying to like use it towards ill intent or anything like that right Mm -hmm. but it's still annoying to deal with because it's just like just say it you know (laughs) like like you clearly feel the type of way just say it you know like they come in that room with some negative ass energy and you're like so what's going on (laughs) and they're like nothing and you're like oh so we're lying now right and it's like if it's nothing then act normal (laughs) (laughs) It was not even act normal. Like, get why your you- act together. Get your- <laughs> get your together now. Reminds me of like of being a kid, like when you would cry and your parents like fix your face before I give you something to cry about. <laughs> hey, that's how you feeling, like, bro. Come on, like, let's just get our words out. And I also feel like this is um like relatable to our last episode, daddy issues, because especially I find it with men, like they don't be wanting to talk about their emotions or like they don't even know how to let alone if they can't sorry to cut you off but if they can't like understand their own emotions and accept them and feel them like how are they supposed to cater to someone else's right and I feel like a lot of their emotions automatically get turned into like some type of aggression like whether they mean to or not but that's just like uh that's a way of expressing themselves that they're like comfortable in or they you know they just know like how to do but like verbally expressing like what they're feeling I mean hell even I have trouble with that I'd be like you know sometimes you don't know why you're in a mood but you just know like you're in a mood but you don't know how to express what's really going on so Mm -hmm. it's like I feel that but when something's bothering you it's easy to be like I didn't like the way you was looking at uh this other guy you were looking at him too long or I don't like the way that you guys are interacting you You know like you can you I know you can say that I know you can pinpoint that but sometimes those deeper emotions are hard to like put words on yeah yeah I like I'm sorry I was saying communicating gets tricky for sure it does and I like how you said that like with men sometimes then their lack of being able to communicate turns into aggression and I think that's really what we saw with Malcolm because Mm -hmm. once uh, Marie was able to finally express how she felt Malcolm kind of turned around and instead of I guess being understanding to how she felt he kind of it seemed like he kind of got into like a defensive mode and began attacking her character um he started telling her that she was crazy and um basically belittling her and he called um, her intolerable he called her intolerable right and i'm thinking like this is on a side note but i'm thinking like how could you tell me that you love me but then turn around and when you're angry tell me that i'm intolerable and right. throw in my face that i was addicted to drugs right and see I feel like people don't understand that being mad that's still an emotion you know people always want to put on people that they're soft or sensitive but I'm like mad is just as much of an emotion as sensitive is and being angry is a secondhand emotion actually usually you're scared or afraid or hurt 
and that turns into anger like that's not uh damn i know the word secondary but what is the defense mechanism no i'm just saying like secondary but what's first like what's primary primary (laughs) (laughs) you feel me i'm like i know if i say this out loud she's gonna know what i'm talking about But yeah, um, anger is the primary emotion. But yes, I'm like, as soon, and she said, like you said, she said, I don't want to talk about it. And when we say that, y'all need to listen because it's like, no, I'm really about to go in on you and I don't want to do that right now. So let's not talk about it. Like he easily could have been like, you acted funny, but you right, let's just go to bed. But no, nah, he wants to keep pressing the issue and he got what he wanted to get. <laughs> but she really wanted to talk about it though. Because if she didn't, I felt like she wouldn't have been all that extra with slamming dishes and stuff. No, yeah, that's that, that's that uh, aggressive, passive aggressive, like slamming doors and stuff, but not saying what's wrong. I'm like, like you, you were saying, you're like, if you, if you feel a type of way to be doing all that, then you can talk about it. Right. Yeah. And that's why, that's why, in my opinion, it, that behavior is manipulative, whether or not that was their intention mm-hmm. being that way, they may have not intended to be manipulative. That behavior itself is manipulative. Yeah. It reminds me of like when someone's mad, but they don't tell you that they punish you by not talking to you. Yeah. It's like the same type of shit. I'm like, I can clearly tell you feel the type of way you're acting funny, but you don't want to say nothing. <laughs> what's that? What's that one girl? When I do, when I walk away, you do this. And when <laughs> I pull up. <laughs> it was, oh, when I come around, uh, I don't remember. <laughs> I know. She's like, but when I pull up, <laughs> basically it's silence. It's crickets. And we don't She's like, so say the things you've been saying about me to my face. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I love little kids when they're like that. But um, yeah, I'm like, as soon as she started telling him about himself, he took that like defensively and then started like, he's like, oh, so you want to talk about me? Like, I'm gonna talk about you. Well, I feel like the healthy thing to do was be like, okay, like she has something she wants to get off her chest and like, don't take it personally, but listen and like understand. But I mean, that's not realistic. And I feel like the movie was very realistic. Yeah. Cause when that happens, it's like, oh, we're arguing bet. Like, right. It's, I feel like their argument was more of a, instead of trying to solve the problem, it was more of a fight to see like who's right and who's wrong. And Mm -hmm. I guess that's why their argument ended up two hours with no resolution because, because like, you're not going to let the fact that it was two hours go (laughs) because like that was two hours with no resolution. It's just like, you're not even fighting to fix the problem. You're just fighting to see who's right. And again, that's all ego. Yeah. That's all ego. Like, and, um, basically like their communication throughout that whole argument was toxic And I think when she was expressing how she felt, I think how she felt was valid. It was completely valid. And I think that he should have had more of an understanding to what she had to say, regardless of what his intentions were, because at the end of the day, she was hurt by what happened. You can't change that. That was her experience of the whole thing. How she Mm -hmm. experienced it versus how you experienced it were two different things. You can't tell her her experience was wrong. So have a sense of understanding and validate those feelings for her. And then you could go into talking about what your intentions were or whatever and apologize (laughs) for making 
her feel that way. Now, we didn't get the apology. Well, I didn't get the apology that I was wanting from Malcolm in this movie until the end. However, <laughs> however, um, I think they both had valid points um, when he came back and was saying things about her and not the negative things, but he had valid points about her um, basically not feeling like anyone could love her like all those things that he was saying may have been valid but like you said adrian when we spoke about this the other night was that his delivery was off right and, delivery. right his delivery is off so it kind of um was delivered in a way where it seems like he well first of all he did kind of gaslight her because he was telling her she was crazy and it's like how are you going to tell me i'm crazy over something i literally experienced and right um right yeah belittling and like the name calling like that was just whatever and there was a lot of deflecting like you said deflect 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 there was a lot of deflecting man I love um so I love everything you just said but like back to um when you first started um they didn't have good communication but also I think that what we saw was because they didn't have good communication they had a bunch of like uh, feelings like mm-hmm. pent up feelings and so that all since they're having an argument like everything that we have never talked about is about to come out right now because it's like a very emotional vibe a very emotional atmosphere like we're laying this all on the table like right now um but like the way it's weird because they clearly have bad communication but at the same time they were communicating very well because I know like when I argue like my thoughts are not that formulated like <laughs> they really I'm like this this one sitting on their minds their little hearts for a minute like <laughs> they say that in their memory bank next time we argue right especially Malcolm he's like oh we arguing big like he's a that shit he's too like big. you psychotic drug addict bitch. <laughs> but not um yeah I was just like bro like relax and uh, but yeah that's because I think a lot of men like aren't in tune with like how they really feel so when someone can like read you and tell you how you feel before you can even formulate the words for it you're like oh you're attacking me they're like what (laughs) (laughs) this is an attack on me now I'm gonna turn it around and attack yeah right and it's just like I mean you shouldn't get into a relationship if you're not comfortable with somebody telling you about yourself like that's the first person they see the crust in your eyes they smell your breath before you brush your teeth like I'm sure they see the other regions like they're very close they're very familiar so you should not have any problem speaking up and expressing yourself like y'all are very comfortable if you're not comfortable with your partner being able to see all the parts of you that you don't show nobody else and like check you on it like that's anyone in your life that you have a personal relationship with you guys should have like understanding and hold each other accountable you know like and every time someone brings something up it can't be tit for tat like oh since you're bringing stuff up about me like now's the time for me to bring up this stuff about you but that's deflecting that's crazy literally that sorry but on the other end of it, I can, it's just like, uh, sometimes you do need to lay it out all on the table. And then sometimes it's like, you need to get to a resolution. So it, it's like tricky, but I feel like in this situation, like, you know, like he really didn't think her in his speech. 
and um like you know when you watch the movie you find out that like it's loosely based on her or whatever even though he tries to say it's not but like you know and speaking of how he tried to say it wasn't (laughs) he really he really told on himself like he told her all his business and I love how she checked him at the end like you have no more mystery. Like you didn't told me about how you didn't bent her over here and what she was doing with Tiffany and Tisha. And Kiki, and Kiki, and Kiki, Kiki was the one. Kiki for me. Kiki was the one. Like it you was- could tell she was so hurt. Like that scene in the bathtub, she was so hurt. And I mean, those type of things, like when you're in an argument and you throw those type of things in people's face to hurt them, like that's right. like a sense of trust that you like destroyed. And sometimes that's like so hard to repair. Mm-hmm. it's so because you can't take that back right I'm like you really and every time you look at them like you're gonna be like you really said that like some shit is just not unforgivable but unforgettable <laughs> like you really be like wow you really said that shit to me because you were mad and like felt the need to hurt me how I hurt you type because I feel like that's all that shit is you know that's that ego stuff right um so I know like we've been going in on like how men and stuff but like what are some things that you think are like women stereotypes that Marie expressed that are negative like do you know what I'm saying does that make sense uh I didn't see anything that she did wrong I'm just kidding (laughs) I'm just kidding um the passive aggressiveness I thought that was wrong I'm really trying to think honestly I feel bad for her I feel bad for her and I there's some things that I could tell about her that I can kind of relate to so Mm -hmm. I don't I don't really know um I don't know (laughs) I feel like she I just felt like she had a problem and she expressed it and was expecting a certain outcome and she didn't get that and it kind of just turned into a even more hurtful problem than what it originally was supposed to be so I kind of feel bad for her yeah yeah because again like I was talking about earlier like imagine you're expressing yourself and you get someone gets mad at you for expressing yourself you like uh-uh this one I'll tell you shit <laughs> like I can think of something that she did that was I guess negative but also again it's something that I can relate to and have understanding of well, spill the beans. Okay, so throughout the movie, like it's kind of just like a roller coaster because you see them, they have an argument, they kind of make up, and then she gets mad again, and they start arguing about the same thing again, and then they make up, and then they argue again. And um, I again, guess realistic. <laughs> that is realistic, yes. And I guess it's negative because it's like when you forgive someone you're supposed to forgive someone and let it go but Mm -hmm. for me I personally understand how she feels it it's because I feel like I just feel like she didn't get the answers that she was looking for for her problem or question and she Mm -hmm. didn't get that like reassurance from him um so it was kind of just like the problem was left unsolved so she they would have a conversation and there was again there was so much deflection that it was easy to like switch the conversation to something else and then get back on good terms and then when Mm -hmm. she kind of had a moment to herself she thought about it again and she got mad again and to me I feel like it was because she thought she never really felt understood by Malcolm or got the answers that she was looking for 
to the problem or a solution to the problem I guess especially to make her feel like appreciated because at the end of the day she didn't feel appreciated right and I mean mean, I'm pretty sure it happened before the speech but it's just like that was the icing on the cake like well it sounds like it was a pile like you said a pile of things like added on like first it start I mean as a woman like when something happens you you really start to think and put things together so he's like he didn't thank me but he didn't forget to thank this person he didn't forget to thank Mm -hmm. that person and then he has Taylor playing a role that should have been mine because the character is about me and he casted her and not me well why didn't he cast me Mm -hmm. so like you start to think back on other things well you didn't thank me you didn't cast me and now you're denying that this whole story was written about me right that I mean it's just a lot of things to like be angry about and have like a bunch of irritation about which again caused this whole blow up or it's really just like the fuel to the blow up like with that with all of that not being heard not feeling heard or appreciated like that's that's like a whole level especially like when you're you love someone and you literally like shoot <laughs> that last scene where she was like explaining to him all the things he could have thanked her for like I you know I look past this for you like I come home for you I uh she's like I helped plan like the movers and stuff like that you know just the little things like literally like there's so much for you to be appreciative even if you didn't want to admit that this was inspired by me like okay check that off the list there's 900 other things that you can appreciate me for and say thank you for and he really exactly didn't. basically she was like saying like hey i'm a key like i have a key role in your life yeah How and i feel like age and forget me right and i feel like he lacked emotional intelligence and that's the problem mm. like that's the big problem because you would be able to hear that and understand that like if you've ever felt unappreciated, which I feel like is a very natural human emotion, he would have been able to understand where she was coming from and not take it as a personal attack. Mm-hmm. But and he that's was like, would be crazy about the whole film. Yeah. Right. But he was like, you know, like, nah, but I also feel like that's why men are going to be able to relate to Malcolm and women are going to be able to re- relate to Marie. Like they really like wrote the script. So it was realistic, relatable, but also it's like, you know, niggas looking at Marie, like, she's toxic. We're looking at Malcolm, like, no, he's toxic. But it's just, like, these are, like, real problems uh, that we face today, like, currently. So, like, I love whoever wrote this because they're in tune. Like, you can tell they're from our generation, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, because I'm like, bro, like, it's literally, like, the simplest stuff gets blown out of proportion. But it's like, you know, they she wasn't mad about him, like, cheating or him, like, not bringing his own to the table it was literally about not being appreciated right like and like without that that's the foundation like you know like if you love me like you say you love me like you should be happy and appreciate me like why is this right it shouldn't even be like a second thought exactly I should never have to like wonder you know sometimes you know things get a little familiar and comfortable but I should never question like do you appreciate me like do you appreciate my presence in your life like no I'm sorry Marie I feel for you girl I felt for it too one thing that I said drove me crazy was how like you said Malcolm lacked um emotional intelligence Mm -hmm. um he wasn't very like empathetic and I think that if he was really listening instead of being defensive again, the argument would have lasted five minutes. Mm -hmm. He wasn't being that way. And 
I mean, we could see the argument was like a big roller coaster, a little move to the left, a little move to the right. It went all over the place. Um, Mm -hmm. And I want to kind of go back to deflecting because deflecting is really what made the argument so dragged out. And And heated. Yeah, and heated. Unnecessary. But I mean, I do appreciate all the art of it because it, again, was realistic. And I feel like this is an argument we can all relate to. But um, mm-hmm. this kind of reminds me of a post I saw on Instagram. It's, I'm pretty sure like Justin Lavoy posted or something like that. But it was like, um, dudes don't even pay attention to the main part of the conversation. And it was like, girl, it's like, I can't believe you went, I can't believe you hung out with her um did kissed her and then you guys went out to eat and then the guy the response was nobody even went out to eat and it was like bro like that's not the point <laughs> that's not and the then, point and then somebody who gaslights or deflects they'd be like then why'd you bring it up if you didn't want to talk about it if it wasn't a point like then what did you say <laughs> it's just like it's so hard to have those conversations because it's like dude the point was you were with another girl and you cheated and you also spent money on her like that was the point not that you didn't or did go out to eat like right that goes I feel like that's deflecting and I wanted to ask you like why do you think that um in arguments some people like to deflect um first I think because when someone's trying to tell you what you did you automatically get defensive because it's like how you gonna tell me about me so you're like no 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 let me tell you how this played out in my head like what I was doing you know you automatically get defensive like let's set the record straight so I think that's the reason people deflect but also it's because um I think it just relates to the first part I said like you feel like it's a personal attack on you so like you automatically just I don't know I think people don't really, when you're in an argument, you don't really take in what the person is saying. Like you're definitely listening to talk back instead of listening to understand. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think that's like really the main reason why deflecting happens. Cause I'm trying to, I'm trying to really think back to the last argument I've had. Cause baby, I don't argue. I just take naps. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm not going to do all that. Oh, that's another thing I'm going to bring up though is like, um this type of conversation I think that they you know they had a face-to-face conversation she didn't like go somewhere and they like are texting arguing with each other because I think that that conversation definitely needed to be had face-to-face so like although it wasn't a positive conversation that was a positive element of their conversation Mm -hmm. that they were choosing to speak to each other because like they were able to see each other's emotions and like sometimes people can say hurtful things but you can tell they're like trying to be hurtful but like if you feel like if you feel that they are really like throwing them words out with aggression versus when they're just throwing them out of pettiness like you need to feel that difference sometimes because some stuff you can brush off and some stuff it's like nah like you know, well, personally, I don't know. <laughs> Let's not go into my personal life. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was just <sighs> so crazy, so stressful. Like watching this, cause it's like, I really just wanted like to go flashbacks. through Right, I'm like war flashbacks. <laughs> you know, sometimes I think that um, people think that you're just pulling stuff out of your ass, but it's like, no, like, 
I'm pulling stuff out of like what I know of you as a person, as a character. So I'm bringing this up because I think it's a valid point, you know, an example to prove my point to you. But I feel like when you argue with men, they have this attitude of like, here she always go complaining about something or like nothing's ever right. And it's like, bro, I'm trying to bring up a pattern so you can recognize it and we can fix it and move past it and get a resolution. But like, you're just like so hostile and like, it's not solving anything. It's like, of course I'm gonna keep talking about something if it's bothering me because that's like what a good communicator does. Like, you don't always know how to word it or like you said, how you say things matter. Sometimes you don't say it right but I think it's way worse to like not bring up anything and have it damaged versus saying it wrong, the wrong way. And like, it just never gets out in the open. Like I always tell my homegirls and my homeboys, like they'll be telling me about their significant other or something. I'm like, well, did you tell them? Like, I don't know what you want me to tell. Like, I can't, like, I'm not in this relationship. Like, you know, like I'll listen, but it's also like, you know, when they do ask for advice, I'm like, Hey, bro, the first thing you gotta do is talk to them about it. But, you know, people know their partners. So sometimes it's just like, I don't even want to go there, which is like how I really felt like Malcolm felt. And Marie, because she was like, bro, like, I don't want to talk about this. Like in the beginning, she was like, I don't want to talk about this. And then to Malcolm, I feel like he just thought like, oh, it's another argument, but it's really like a deeper problem. And it's a core issue of like feeling appreciated but he wasn't like seeing it for that. He was just like, here she go again. (laughs) Right. I feel like as women, like um, people just expect us to just get over stuff, like Mm -hmm. just get over it. And And they also expect us to solve stuff. And it's like, this is how I solve it and get over it. And it's like, I don't, I'm not going to get over it until I'm ready to get over it for one. (laughs) I'm not going to, for me, I'm speaking specifically for me, like I'm not going to get over it until I feel that it's resolved and I have the answers that I need. Now, sometimes you won't get all the answers and that's mm-hmm. okay. Keep searching for answers that you're not going to get can be unhealthy, but <laughs> unhealthy, <laughs> but like, that's just how I am. Like, I'm like, so when you had said this earlier, let's, let's keep diving on into that point because I still don't get it. Like I need clarity. So I, I just don't it. understand how hard it is to just accept responsibility and like apologize. Right. And I think that's like, uh, that was so relatable because you feel the frustration. Like you feel it from both of them. Like uh, you don't understand, but it was just, Oh my God, he really like hits the irritation. He hit some nerves. He hit some nerves. Cause I'm like, bro, what? Like you didn't have to go there whatsoever, but I don't want to like defend him or anything, but I do feel like a lot of men will relate to like why he went on, why he went in on her like that. Mm -mm. Cause it's like, no, no, no. I want to tell you. I wanted to ask you something about him though. After Wait, you tell, after you tell okay. me, okay. I'm like, I gotta get this out because I'm gonna forget. Okay, get it out. <laughs> you know how, like earlier, I was saying how men usually have this attitude of like, here she go again, or like it's always something. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, damn, I forgot my point already. I'm so Let's sorry. Wait. So like, it's always something. So oh, so now that like it's a bigger type of argument, he's like, okay, well since you're always you want to always bring up what I'm doing like all right let me really tell you about yourself like from my viewpoint like and uh, it's weird because I feel like men don't bring that stuff up to you because they put you like in these categories oh my god this is also deep I have something to say about that I have something to say about that 
like they put you into these categories so because they like love you and admire you or whatever like they uh in their minds are like nicer to you but really they like don't tell you the truth like uh, I don't know my thing is like if you have an issue why do you wait till an argument about something else to bring up your issue like you had plenty of time plenty of days to bring it up why are you bringing it up now when I have my issue it is not your time it is it is our time to solve this current issue we'll talk about yours later (laughs) (laughs) right like wait and pick a number Wait in line, buddy. <laughs> this or is not your after we resolve this one, because it kind of turns into like, oh, this is so. A lot of arguments turn into like three arguments in one. Like yeah, you're arguing about which, three different things because of stuff like that. Yeah, and which I feel like they they showed like through film. The way they showed that is like they have this argument, then they get cool, then it's like hold up, then they have another argument, then it's like they get cool, then it's like hold up, like we're not done here. So I feel like they showed that like very clearly, like through the lenses, like the way they filmed it. Um, that was dope. Like it, it's not only like good because it's relatable. It's good because like of how they filmed it and just like the details of it, really, because it's it's like such a simple concept, but at the same time, like because they were able to grasp it so well, you can tell that they like really like paid attention to the detail and it like shows in the film. Cause mm-hmm. can't nothing hit the, can't nothing hit the core if they didn't pay attention to detail, you know? Like they really knew what they was doing. Speaking of details, mm-hmm. I love how music was um, like put into the movie because there's this one scene where she was like, I don't want to talk to you, but I'm going to be by you. I'm going to be in your space and I'm going to play the song so you know how I'm feeling, but I'm not about to talk about it. I'm not about to tell you because girl, you know how we be. We get in the car. You're like, oh yeah, I got something. I got something for this mood. Like I'm going to play something for the mood I'm in. And then I seen his tweets. It's like, bro, it'd be so funny. Like when you and your girl in an argument, it's like, all she play is Fantasia. Like oh, Keisha Cole, I should have cheated. <laughs> but it's like, I love how they did that. Cause um, I mean, I feel like that's very common in relationships. I don't know if it's just to black people or like a thing. But, you know, I feel like that was very funny. And uh, they played liber. Oh, my God. The way they ended the movie. Can we talk about the way they ended the movie? Wait, wait, wait. Before we get there, I wanted to ask you a question. So I wanted to ask you, in what ways can you understand or relate to Malcolm? Because I know, like, both of us kind of a little bit more side with Marie. But I want to take a look into, like, the other side of things and try and, like, look into Malcolm's perspective. Because I think that's important, too. Dude, it was, there's this one part of the movie and I was like, damn, he is kind of, I was like, I mean, he, he is kind of right or like, I'm not lying. And you said that. <laughs> because looked at me like, girl, I thought she was going to end the call. But <laughs> it's just like, I know where you're coming from, but again, he said it wrong, but it's just like, 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 nah, like you need to look at yourself or sometimes because you know a person, they'll say something and you'll be like, nah, like that's not the real reason, you know? and you go in on them, which I mean, I don't think it's smart, but it's like, I understand like where he was coming from. Cause it's like, bro, you're, you're trying to go in on me and you're not even being honest about how you really feel. Like you're saying this, but I know it's because um, of something that happened to you that you really feel like basically like insecure or a type of way. But also I feel like that's negative. Cause again, it automatically transmutes to the other person. Like, how are you going to tell me about me? 
Like you're sitting up there looking at them like, so it's just not a smart thing to do because it's not going to get anywhere. It's only going to cause more like defense. Not dirty. And I do want to point this out. I think that Marie is more, um, she argues more on emotion and Malcolm is more logic. Oh, I love you said that. I'm gonna let you yeah. finish. We gotta I'm gonna let you finish, but um, don't forget, don't forget that either. Okay. But um, yeah, Malcolm is more logic, and I see how there can be like a huge disconnect with the way that they argue. Mm-hmm. And I'm um, talking about how I can see Malcolm's side. So first, I want to say I do take Marie's side. However, just because I can relate to her more. However, I don't think either of them are wrong. I don't think that they're wrong. I just think that the way I just didn't like how Malcolm came at Marie as far as like belittling her and basically trying to like um, diminish her character by the things he was saying to her, like he was being outright hurtful. And I think that he could have said things that he felt about her without being so harsh Mm -hmm. and um throwing a lot of her past in her face um I think yeah again like the way he spoke about her like I didn't I just don't understand how you could have love for someone and say those things and just think that it's okay and I feel like Marie throughout the whole um two hours two hours from what I can remember I don't think she ever really belittled him or talked down on his character at least from what I can remember and you can correct me if I'm wrong no I don't think she talked down on his character not from what I remember but of course you know we were siding with her so I don't think I that would stick out to me anyway (laughs) because in our minds he deserved that shit so (laughs) but um as far as emotion and logic, that is like a major thing that men will try to throw out on you. Like, oh, you're just thinking off emotion or all you do is act off emotion. Like, dude, did you not punch a hole through a wall? That's emotion. Like, I hate to break it to you, but that is emotion. Like, just because I'm sitting up here like hurt that you're not appreciating me or something like you throw the emotion thing and uh, you're so logical. And I'm like, I hate that argument because I feel like humans are emotional creatures so I don't think men are more logical than women let's get into how the movie ended so as we all know I had a problem with how it ended because it kind of ended with them just deciding to um deciding to agree to disagree like there really was no resolution and basically they had an argument and they kind of just were like quiet and a little separated for the rest of the night and finally you see the scene they're both laying in bed and they're laying they're laying in bed facing opposite directions and he finally says I'm sorry and thank you he finally says it (laughs) and that pissed me off because that's all she wanted from the beginning. Or at least if I was her, that's all I would have wanted from the beginning for you to just say, I'm sorry, and to thank me. That's mm-hmm. it. And the fact that it took all that and um, all of that and all the words and the hurt to get to that point was just very frustrating to me. But again, realistic. Um, and yeah, um, at the end, I just actually, I'm gonna let you talk and then I'll talk. What do you think about the end? Okay. Um, so conclusion, 
I think the end was like really good, especially for a film, because with so many films that revolve around a romantic relationship, that that shit don't be realistic. Like there always has to be like a knight in shining armor or ends like so unrealistic, like a fairy tale. And you know, I think that has damaged the way a lot of people move in relationships, but um, because they think shit's gonna happen like that, because that's what we're seeing. But in this movie, it really left it open. Mm-hmm. Like they could have made up or sh- they could have decided like, yeah, we shouldn't be together. Like you really don't know. And that's really how it goes after every intense argument. Not every intense one, but those arguments that are intense, like sometimes like you need a day apart, like you need separation or you just need space and needs to be aired out. And based off that is where decision is made. So I think that it was good that they left it open. Cause like realistically, I think after something that heated, you're not gonna come to like a solution that quick. Mm-hmm. You know, especially because he said sorry so late in the game. He said right. sorry so late in the game. But again, that was really because especially when all those emotions are high and especially with all that damn ego Malcolm had, <laughs> man, like he definitely was not going to say sorry anytime soon. I'm surprised he even did it. Right. But yeah, with all that damn ego, it was realistic that he he was, was like, let me say this for you know, I don't know if she's up, but if she is up, she gonna hear this. Like, it wasn't like making sure she saw me and felt me. Like they were literally back to back and he got, he had came back from using the bathroom, I think. And he was like, I'm sorry, thank you. And, and she turned like, off the light. She, like, she, she, said, she said, you're welcome. But I feel like she felt, although it wasn't what she really wanted, she still was like, yeah, like, after all that like I'm right like again this could have been solved in five minutes like motherfucker you knew I had a point but she really had to, but it's also frustrating because she really had to sit up there and explain it like that last scene she was really explaining like bro like you have so many things to be thankful for for me in your life and you're acting like it's so crazy that I wish you would have thanked me in your speech like <laughs> takeaway though is that to you, it might seem that your partner is like, you know, on your nerves about something small, but it really is like a bigger issue and you should pay attention to it. And even if it's not like a huge issue to you, like, don't show that, like make your partner feel heard and understood. It's gonna make both of your lives easier. And it's just like the loving, caring, thoughtful thing to do, which I think you need to have when you really love someone. If you don't, want to understand someone and respect their feelings like you might want to not be with them but we know how it goes in these streets people be with each other for more reasons than that <laughs> right I I agree with the key takeaways I think that um like a takeaway for me is just learning how to um effectively communicate in relationships and even when it comes to like disagreements and arguments like Mm -hmm. we're sitting here like picking apart their argument it's easy for us to do that because we're not like in that situation but like when you and I are actually in a situation with someone that we're in a relationship with like we may not even act the way that we're speaking how uh, Malcolm and Marie should act because it's different yeah. in the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, again, we're all human, but I guess this kind of just like puts it into perspective to like how, well, dang, like she does stuff I do. This is how it looks like, or this is how it sounds like. Mm-hmm. Um, so it kind of just opens your eyes to um, how toxic 
you could be when it comes to like communication and arguing in relationships and um, it shines a light so that you can understand it and know how to fix it right I wonder I wonder like what men want women to take away because I know they relate to Malcolm like what do y'all want us to take away from this I wonder I don't really but you know just to (laughs) be equal I do still gotta give a fuck (laughs) yeah great movie I feel like there can be like a lot of great discussions to come out of it so that's why we're here Well, yeah, everybody, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Girl, Let Me Tell You. Make sure you're following our podcast page at girlletmetellyou.podcast and Black Woman Social at Black Woman Social on Instagram. And thank you. You'll hear from us in a few weeks. Bye.